The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hold up. Love it with some passion. Rubber band and the money that keeps stacking. Got a honey who come with elite fashion. She too fine, I tell her that thing magic. You ain't a hustler, you broke, well that seems tragic. Gotta catch in the field like deep passes. I tell her plug if it's sticky, then please bag it. I need the best cause I grew up with need madness. Uh, need a Matt Burgundy Mercy. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Smoking extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa. Buffalo money need extra bills Till I'm eating so much I got a breakfast deal I put moms on vacay with Bob Marley Yo, 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 what is up? It's your boy Sterls for the girls And it's Tuesday night I got my dog in here All bro Poe And we gonna chop it up tonight Right here on the Buffalo Rumblings Vic has feed We gonna do the damn thing, man It's it's Tuesday And first, before we talk anything Buffalo Bills, okay You know, as you can see <laughs> As you can see here, I'm representing my dogs, my dogs, University of Michigan. They went down and beat up on them boys from Alabama in the Rose Bowl, and they planned for a national title. I don't know if you watched the games last night. but I, uh, I, watched, the, I watched the Alabama-Michigan one. I didn't watch that one. So I, I, all I got to say is, you know, as, as excited I was <laughs> for the Bills beating the Patriots and <laughs> as excited as I am, for the Bills to get the number two seed this weekend, I am that much more excited about the Wolverines playing in the Natty on Monday night, man. Yeah, I, I had no dog in. I, I had no dog in that fight. Um, I I kind of I just wanted Alabama to play a good game because <laughs> because I wanted everybody to stop whining about the FSU thing because yeah. FSU would have got dog walked by both those teams, so. Yeah, I mean FSU got stomped by by Georgia sixty three to three, which was I mean, the, the biggest spread, with yeah. biggest uh, m- margin of lo- loss for for a team in the bowl game. I mean that that right there. I'll say, was... I'll say without their opt outs or like if, they, if their opt outs were playing, they would have got smacked by Alabama or Michigan, in my opinion. I just yeah. don't think their off their backup quarterbacks not doing anything against either of those defenses. So yeah, um, I I was happy with the game yesterday. Nah, they were they they were depleted uh everything. Uh but uh speaking of Michigan though, hey man, th- you know, they were saying Michigan can't beat, 
you know, Bama because because Nick Saban, and, you know, it, it just all the hyperbole, man. And them boys went out there and took care of business. And so, you know, it's just rare that one of the teams that I like win. <laughs> right. Like like I had the Nuggets last year, which is fantastic this year. You know, hopefully we can add the bills to that, but uh, maybe Michigan can kind of get it done. So we'll, we'll see, man. But I'm I'm definitely pumped up about it. Um, and I'm doing a lot better, too uh you know health wise it's been a rough two weeks man my voice and stuff is still kind of uh it's getting there it's getting there i got enough in the tank you know i went to work today in the office i got enough in the tank to get this show done tonight man i couldn't i could not come on here and talk to you tonight so it's been uh, it's been a minute so it's been a minute we, we had to run on with justice last week and then i was gonna run some of your intentional groundings but i didn't know how to do anything yet on the background stuff. <laughs> um, but no it was good it was good now you know how to do it now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's pretty easy, man. Button here, button there. You know, I was in here before the one with me and Justin just pressing buttons. Uh-huh. See what? See what yeah, what yeah. <laughs> you got to get in there and press around, and see what works. But nonetheless, man, the Buffalo Bills defeated the New England Patriots, man, and it's got me. It's got me pumped, bro. It's got me pumped, man. Like the the opportunity that this team has lying before them this Sunday night against the Miami Dolphins. And, and the funny thing about the whole thing is you, you're already seeing the excuses from the Dolphins. Oh, we got all these injuries. All I mean, it's just nonstop, bro. They're already starting. What Have you have you seen this stuff on, on the Twitterverse yet? I have, and I, I'm saying I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry you guys are dealing with the injury, but that's, that's, I'm not going to sit here and uh, I'm not going to sit here and dog them for whatever they got going on because if we win, I really don't give a damn about them. We're not going to see them at all in the playoffs, in my opinion. So um, I think they'd be on the opposite side of the bracket if I'm correct. But yeah, I'm not. I just want to win. I don't really care about the excuses. I just want to win. Yeah, and and I'm listen. This game will be played in Miami, which I'm glad it's not played in Buffalo. You know, because I feel like the offense needs to get in rhythm, particularly in the passing game. So being in Miami in January is a great thing. With the what's the weather going to be like? You you you're, you're down there a lot. Seventy Se- degrees, seventy sunny. high, I think, or seventy five high, and then. Uh, a low of like 65 ish at night. So it should be just right. Oh yeah. And, and, and you know that the stadium's going to be filled with bills fans. Cause you know, no dolphins fans don't really show up to them games like that. So yeah. the bills are going to dominate the crowd. I mean, we're going to take over that stadium. So I, I I'm, I'm really expecting uh, a dub here, but before we kind of dive into why we think the dolphins are going to lose, Let's talk about this Patriots game, man, because I didn't get a chance to chat with you about it. Um, I felt like the team was flat offensively again, and it's it's concerning. And it's not one of those where I'm a pile on Gabe Davis, but I'm a pile on everybody. The protection scheme was not where it needed to be. Josh Allen was not uh, sharp at all. Uh, I mean, I can I can point to after watching the all 22, I can point to every wide receiver on the squad uh, with a missed opportunity just from a route running perspective, uh, you know, which disrupts timing and rhythm for that offense. And what, what were your I don't know if you've seen the all 22, but what what were just your takeaways from uh, Sunday's matchup? The, so like what? In a in an entirety of a game, like you're you're gonna see some missed opportunities, some that mean a little bit more than others, and just the 
Josh did not play a very good game, and the missed opportunities that he had, the one to Diggs that should have been a touchdown. Um, we got the ball inside the 20 because of our defensive turnovers, like or inside the 25 at least, like three times in the first. And we, mm-hmm. we ended up with two field goals and a touchdown. And I, I mean, I just, it should have been a much bigger game than it was, like as far as scoring. And they probably should have been out in the third. And, and, but I can say that I'm happy that Josh played one of his bad games and we escaped with the win. I don't think he played that bad in LA. Um, to whereas I just think that as a whole, it wasn't the best scheme or the offense coordinating in LA wasn't that great. I think yet last the the struggles on offense fell with Josh quite a bit, in my opinion. Um, uh, last against the Patriots, yeah, no, it, it it was one of those. I mean, I agree with you. Like, when you look at it, you go, okay, if you're gonna have a bad game, get it out of the way. If that means you're going to come in this week and moving forward and you're going to be, you know, what we expect you to be throwing the football, then I'm all for that. It's just hard to bank on something like that, the consistency, because it hasn't been there um, as a whole for the office, not just Josh Allen, but the last, what, four games, I'd say, um, that he's had like a great game passing the football. Um, I just think, you know, the stakes are higher now, right? Um, you know, the, 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 the positive about all that is, you know, Vic Fangio is going to play a lot of zone coverage, right? And that's, you're going you're to see some some passing windows. Uh, they're going to be open, right? So it's up to um, Joe Brady to call the right plays at the right time, and, and that timing has to be there. But, I mean, Josh is a veteran. He's an elite quarterback. I don't expect him to continually have bad games. I feel like he's going to right the ship because the team just knows what's at stake here. Yeah, and this that last game – um, other than the one D ball that he had that ended up getting intercepted, and it's, it, that ball felt like he was trying to fit something to Diggs because he had mm. missed Diggs prior. And so I, I'm i better – like this It reminded me of the Jets game, but without okay. the extra three picks. And so we were able to win those games. And what I have liked about the past two games and um, – is that the defense has been able to do enough and we haven't hurt ourselves to the point of losing these games. Whereas in in previous games, we had hurt ourselves tremendously and we ended up losing some of these close games. So like, I'm okay with winning ugly games. I'm like, it's going to happen. You're going to have some ugly games. I I don't care if we win ugly for the rest of the season. If as long as we win, it's just like one one or two of these games. Josh is uh, maybe even three. Josh will come out and and uh, and dominate games. So it'll be all right. Yeah. So speaking of high stakes, uh, so as of where everything stands right now, the Bills are currently ninety five percent chance to make the playoffs. Um, now there are two games that that you know we're all going to be watching. Okay, so and it's and it's funny how the the schedule kind of plays out this weekend because you got the Steelers and the Ravens. Uh, they're going to kick off at four thirty Eastern time, and then you got the Jaguars and the Titans uh, kick off at, at at one p.m. So you know, I think you know all the Bills Mafia is going to be glued to those two games to see. Uh, Am I, you know, I thought, maybe I'm tripping. I thought the Steelers and and Ravens played at one on Sunday, Saturday. Right? Ra- sorry. Ravens Steelers play at uh 4:30 on Saturday and then the Jaguars Titans play at uh on Sunday. One on one. Sunday. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had the days mixed up there. So um dude, this if there if there's a game that 
I, I, there's not a bigger game for the Bills this season as of right now. This is it. Like, you got an opportunity to, if you're Josh Allen, you got an opportunity to uh, put yourself, your legacy is at stake, I, I feel like here, um, because it, you, it's a got to have it game. You know, we talk about Josh as being one of the elite quarterbacks in the league. And I, I understand to a degree what he's done against the Dolphins and always kind of having the number. But, man, like, we can't <laughs> just overlook the magnitude of this game coming up, dude. Like, I don't know, man. I think on Sunday, on Sunday, I'm going to be a little uh, – I don't know if I'll sleep sa- Saturday night, man. I ain't going to cap. I probably won't sleep. Well, you know you know me. I'm – I. The the magnitude of every game that we've just played the last three or four since Kansas City has been the exact same, right? You lose and you don't get in the playoffs. So, uh-huh. so like I I'm not one to our, our backs have been up against the wall for the last four weeks, and um, they kind of just kept an even keel and about them. They know that what's at stake, and I I don't want them to go out and do anything more than what they need to do to win the game. That's why, and, and uh, the way I. What I get from Jordan feels the same way. There's me to go out and play and 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 not put any more or less into it than what needs to be to win a football game. Man, let's let's talk about that defense, man. Mama P uh, is in the house too, and she says this. <laughs> she says it's nice to see, even when the offense is struggling, defense keep them in the game. And I don't want it to be a habit. No, nah, Mama P's right. Like it, the defense for for all the shit that was said about McDermott and this defense. They've kind of figured it out, man. Um, namely, I mean, anytime you we see Rasul Douglas being when he talks, who does he always mention first? Micah and Jordan, you know, and, and that's a testament to to the leadership that those guys have, man. Uh, first impressions of the defense. I mean, they kind of stole the show on Sunday against the Patriots with four turnovers. Yeah. And and I'll speak on Rizul more because I have so much respect for, for Rizul and how, how he affects a locker room just in that aspect of it, regardless. Rizul, and I don't know if anybody watched Jordan's mic up, Rizul is the type of person, and he's exactly like Trey was when he first got here. They're mm. going to listen to what these safeties say, and they're just going to do what the safeties are telling them to do. And, and the reason being is because both of them know how to put these other guys in position to win to win their matchups, to win coverage, to win whatever. And so um, the fact that Razul, as good as he is, and as much of a veteran as he is, has been able to come in here and still be able to take that as a as somebody – usually it'll take – that's why Jordan always says he likes he liked Trey because they came in together and, and um, he liked the, the cornerbacks that they brought in because they listen. Mm-hmm. And when they brought in a quarterback or a cornerback that doesn't listen, like it gets hectic and – and they do their own thing. It just doesn't work out. And Razul, as 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 much of a veteran as he is, I have so much respect for the way that he plays the game, the way that he's able to listen, the way that he he gives other people credit when when uh, when he makes plays. And they put him in position to be able to be aggressive because he has a very smart uh, he's a very smart player. He's able to read the throws. That that interception that he had for a pick six, that ball, he's not looking at the receiver at all. He's no, looking he's directly at the quarterback, and the quarterback was getting yeah. ready to throw, and the receiver was just not ready for it. And that's something you don't see very often. Yeah, um, he yeah, no, he, sensed, I, he sensed the pressure and, and broke on the ball. And and I think you know, sorry to cut you off there, but like I feel like that kind of play has has rubbed off on Christian Benford as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, Christian, I, I've told you this like 
like Christian yeah. has the same mentality previous in the year when Jordan and I told you this off off of the when Jordan and Micah tell Christian something he's all right and he's right back you know, that's that's how he is bro <laughs> all right let's get it like that's like everybody on this defensive backfield it's including Taryn as smart as he is too is all on the same page and when you see that it's a beautiful sight man I you know it when we talk about Rasul uh and you and I have, have discussed this on and offline that before Rasul was here, we felt like Christian Benford was our best cornerback. Yeah. Um, he was playing better than Trey White, in our yeah. opinion. And uh, it goes to show, like, when you insert Rasul in that lineup, just, I mean, his ability to break on footballs and take away the football, um, it, it, it's not, you know, we don't give it, I, I mean, I feel like I don't, we don't give it enough credit. I mean, he he is, he's a difference back there. Bet, and he's bet he's better than Trey White right now. Um, now Trey White's injured, but I, I would say even a healthy Trey White. I mean, you you'd rather have the someone back there with the ability to change a game. I mean, the, the game the margins for error are so small, and just getting those turnovers like that, you know, tipping a ball so that Ed Oliver can intercept it. I mean, that's the kind of stuff. That's what that's championship style defense right there. Yeah, and. Um... I, and, and don't like he they let him play with eyes which is nice they i do wish like if the the benefit of what's coming if trade decides to come back i don't know what his status is if, if he plays again then he, he's an all-go guy so like once mm-hmm. he gets like his once he's healthy like i don't even think we got to see him fully healthy and fully ready to go i think he was getting there as the season was going and then it just sucks oh, yeah. he ended up getting hurt again but the fact that we found Rizul and if they do, if, if there is those two cornerbacks going into the next year and you have both of them at full health, like it might be interesting to see what, what happened transpires with this cornerback room, but it looks yeah. gross right now. I mean, listen, the fact that you got Rasul and Christian Benford balling out, it gives, I'm okay with Trey White being on the roster because, you know, Christian Benford gets injured a lot. So if, you know, they can work something out with Trey and he can get back to full strength, you know, maybe to buy him some time. I mean, he's only what 27, 28 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so he's got he's got some time. I mean, it's yeah. not, you know, the book isn't closed, but he doesn't have to be a rush like, back with these right. guys. Yeah, he can just like kind of and then once you get back, get some series in here and there, and, and like it doesn't have to be nothing crazy. Now, if they and then if he ends up going a different way or the team ends up going a different way, all right, so be it. You got guys here, but um, he doesn't have to be rushed back if you do want to keep a guy like Trey here. Yeah. Uh, Daquan Jones entered back into the lineup. Uh, this has been a player who, who's been injured since week five from London with a torn pectoral injury. He was back. And one of the things that I noticed, man, the impact that he already had on the game, it, it, it feels like he never left. Um, the, he was too gapping. He was he was disruptive in the snaps that he got. And, uh, you know, I think before the game, I, I was kind of worried. It's like, man, how much can we really rely or expect him? to have an impact in this game just because he hasn't played in weeks. You know, you don't know how he's really feeling from that injury, right? Because you don't know if the team rushing him back or if he's trying to rush back just because he wants to play. But, man, all the all the concerns were wiped away when you first saw him out there. And, and the, no, the thing that I noticed the most is that it freed Ed Oliver up to, to go one-on-one with a guard or a center. And I'm telling you, man, that's a dub every single time, man. It was yeah. beautiful to see. And uh, that's a problem for these guys coming up. Tua don't want people in his face. And those two inside, 
um, against the backup center and a backup guard is not going to be a good pickings for uh, for Miami. So um, those two being back, Puna getting snaps, which is which crazy enough has That's elevated nice. Tim Settle's play. Um, I think he feels a little bit of pressure where he hadn't before with Puna never getting in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Settle has played better because of that, in my opinion. Um, you uh, sometimes during the playoffs you may get Jordan Phillips. So I mean, we're getting healthy, and 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 people are starting to, you know, I mean, strap it up and play and get comfortable with where they're playing. And seeing DQ back was nice, um, even though he was on a pitch count. Um, it'll be nice to see how, how he plays going forward and what kind of snaps both Puna and Tim get in, in his absence, like if he's taking a break or whatnot. Uh, speaking of pitch count, uh, it was kind of funny uh, to see Von Miller on the inactive list. Um, I didn't, I didn't, you know, it's something that, that we've kind of talked about how, uh, you know, he's really not contributing much to the team uh, just because he's coming back from injury. But the team decided, you know what, AJ is back, so uh, you know we're gonna just put him on the shelf. And it's crazy because you hear Eric Washington talk, and, it, and they talk about how you know what he what uh, Vaughn does. You don't get to see on the stash all, all the the cliche stuff. But when my rubber meets the road, you say all that, and then you put him inactive. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on Vaughn being inactive for this game? Um, I'll kind of mix a little of what I know a little bit with what I think as well. And so uh, Vaughn, they, they, in my, from what I've heard, they wanted to give him a break during a game where they were going to run the football a large portion of the plays. And so they were going to give him a break and let him sit and get rested for Miami game coming up. So um, I also know that we were announcing the defense this year or this game and part of me thinks, and this is not what I know, this is just my opinion, that part of me thinks that they just didn't want to announce him. And so a game against the Patriots where they're not going to throw the ball, you don't want to deal with that and the booze and that he might have gotten. He, I, In my opinion, he'll probably be active for that. Game. Yeah, I mean, listen, if, if, if he can come out there and contribute, you know, give me two good pass rest reps at least. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's worth it to me. Um, he was, get, I mean, he was getting to the point in the last like few games where he was getting like good rushes and getting hurries. He just could, hasn't been able to finish a sack, which is probably what he needs to get going. Um, but I mean, it's the he power. Was the yeah. He doesn't have he doesn't have that that power yet. That um, leg power um, and his speed yep. is just not there to where he. I mean, he, he could turn a corner like that. But um, I do think that he'll be able to turn it up when when I mean I'll be I think at some point he'll be able to turn it up and we'll probably forget if he gets a couple sacks here and there in the playoffs, we'll probably forget that he was struggling all season. Yeah, no, it'd be, it'd be nice to see, man. I, I think the Dolphins, uh, they're going to have their hands full uh, when it comes to this Bills pass rush, his defensive line, um, and, and and truthfully so. I mean, I, th- I feel like the defensive line has has been pretty good all season. Like in, in past years, we, we would talk about the we hope for the defensive line to – live up to his potential but i feel like they've done that um just the play of ed oliver you know russo is like every other game where he's gonna you know he he always shows up in terms of his run fits and stuff like that but you know I, he needs to step up a little bit uh from a pass rush perspective and then leonard floyd has been consistent all year i feel like so um you know if you, that's one side where you can control the trenches uh on the flip side now in terms of Groot, i'm pretty sure he's hurt I'm pretty sure his ankle oh, you think is, so? is bugging him. Um, 
he's I mean he's able to play, but I think it's just been a lingering ankle issue, uh, which is why pass rushing is not his strength right now, more so run fits, which he's always I mean he's long, he's always been good at. So man, I hope you know if if you're gonna sit somebody to get him get him right, man. I, I would have wished it was Rousseau this past game, but I, I understand why. But um yeah, if he's if he's injured, man, I know he's been battling that ankle. Um I just I don't know the severity of it. Um I just, I just hope he's better for the playoffs, man. Yeah. I mean when when you get to the playoffs and like as much as like it's been like you can say it's been the playoffs these last few games, like you still have to play the games after if you lose these last few games, right? So like you yeah. know, no matter what, even if you lose, you're still gonna have to play the games after this. Once you get into the playoffs and it's like it's no matter what, if you lose a game, you're done. You're going home. If those games, like people really don't give a damn about their body. So so we'll see. Hey, uh you I do a, not. You you got a fan here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like they're I, trying to you know check your location, dog. I do not still live in that story. I don't know. Maybe when I turn like 65 or something, that's a place to retire at. Hey, shout out to Bills Fan 96 checking on all bro Poe and that thing, boy. <laughs> oh man. Uh all right. So did one of the things that really frustrated the hell out of me this weekend or, or on on Sunday was the the, the pass protection, man. It, the, them boys, you know. Torrance and McGovern, they got worked. They got worked, man. Uh, and I think that attributed a little bit to uh, some of the past game inaccuracies. But man, did you did you notice Christian Barmore and them boys just eating Lawrence Guy, eating them, eating their lunch, bro? It, it was it was pretty pretty bad. I mean, those. I mean, they didn't play with the the guards in particular. Probably didn't play their best game. But I also know that that D line, even without Judon, or I don't even know if Judon's in there. But even no, Judon's Judon, injured. Yeah, like they're still a good, really good D line. That's why they've even been in games against good teams down the stretch, like the Denver Broncos game. Like that D line eats, and the linebacker course pretty solid over there. So I I understand. Um, it's just interesting that from week to from week to week, like their focus is so different. Um, sometimes you focus on like, and they have to change up their focus. Like we ran the ball what twenty eight times to Cook in the um, in the game where he broke off for one seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so now the old line's going into that game. Like, all right, we, we're run blocking. You know what I mean? And then you mm -hmm. get into this game, you're probably thinking you're going to run the ball again, and it changes up, and now you're pass blocking a little bit more than you wanted to because the game's close. And um, it's just interesting. It's interesting to see when they struggle and when they're playing well, and what what the correlation is between games. Yeah, you know, it, it felt like uh, during this game, you know, it was they had a trouble with power, and we know Barmore guy. Those guys are, are strong at the point of attack. You know, uh, McGovern in and of himself is he's a better pass rush uh, pass blocker than he is, you know, in run fits and stuff like that. But he, you know, at the point of attack, man, he he had no answer for Christian Barmore in a couple reps. Uh, and Barmore has been really good. So but still, you, you know, those are those are the kind of things where, you know, you got to have the protection. Right. Uh, I, you know, the pass game in and of itself is 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 poetry in motion you know you got to have a lot of the things go right for you it starts at the offensive line so 
I mean, you know, Aaron Cromer has done a phenomenal job this season. I, I do expect it to be better this week. Um, again, because you're not you're not seeing, uh, you know, Chubb. You're not seeing Phillips, right? Which those guys line up on the outside. But you got Christian Wilkins, who uh, has been pretty good as well. Brandon Siler, those those guys. So you're gonna have they're gonna have their tests. But you know, I just think that you know if the Bills can kind of focus on attacking the edge of the defense, you know, get Van Ginkle out of position, you know, run right at Van Ginkle. And I think the Bills are going to be able to run the ball this weekend. What do you think? I I mean, I'd hope so. Um, and it, that's what opens up. Like if we haven't been able to run the ball in that, in that Patriots game. And then we, we ran it well late in the Chargers game. And that's part of like the protection, right? So if, if you're not running the ball well on first down, they get to pin their ears back and now your guards are a step behind and, um, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they come out, um, how this team comes out. I do think that the Patriots were going to let Josh run, and they were trying to do everything in their power to only let Josh run in, like, the most needed points of that game. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if they would have let him run more, I feel like he would probably went, went for 150 um, because I don't think they were spying him at much at all. I think that Belichick went in and was like, okay, if you want to beat us with your legs, you're going to have to beat us with your legs type of thing. And, like – and and it made the guards struggle a little bit, um, but it was Josh interesting to see how much man they played. They played a lot of man coverage, man. I, I was surprised. I mean, we knew that that Bill was gonna throw some man in there because um, that's what he likes to do against the Bills, and and a lot of other teams they play a lot of man. But man, you just feel like you know Josh Allen, like dude, he gonna eat you up like on the ground. Uh, but you know. I feel like the Bills should have scored 40 points. I mean, this game should not have been close. Um, and I'm not even tripping about the style points necessarily. It, it, it's it comes down to the opportunities when you get when you get takeaways uh in plus territory, man. You got to finish those drives with touchdowns, right? Yeah, you, to plus plus to inside to 25 three times. Yeah, and we, and we scored 13 points. And like 13 points is good. We're scoring, we're not turning the ball back over or anything like that, but like I would like two touchdowns on three turnovers inside the. 25. Oh yeah, yeah they they and they know that they they got to clean that mess up, bro. Um, but the Bills have been pretty good, uh, in in the red zone all season long. So again, yeah. this is this is one of those games where I they may have been caught looking forward to uh the Dolphins game, which the Dolphins they got their ass whooped by the Ravens, and I did not expect an outcome like that. 56 points bro you let the ravens put up 56 on you golly the problem the problem that's always been for the dolphins and like it, the the and the interesting thing is when you look at the dolphins and cowboys game their problems are exactly the same when you get down by quite a bit and you're forced to throw the ball on timing and that's what two and deck like they like to be on time on target and when you're not allowed to do that because our guard, your your three tech and your ends are pinning their ears back because you have a you have the lead, it's very difficult. Now it's very difficult to to hit those timings on time on target with Tua. So like that, I I consider the Cowboys and the Dolphins in that similar category of how they like to oh. play the games. And go to 49ers in there too. I mean, the 49ers, they got a better offensive line, but yeah, they and better you know defense. Yeah. But like no, and and. and that's just how I look at those two. And so, like, I can always see the Dolphins getting blown out. If if you get a lead on the Dolphins, it's very hard for the Dolphins to come back and win that game. Man, the Dolphins. Bro, they got they got 
they got so much going on right now. No Chubb. Tua went out with a shoulder. Now he's saying he's gonna be fine. Yeah, Xavier Howard. Same as Josh's. Yeah, Xavier Howard with a foot injury got carted off. Like it ain't looking good for them boys, man. It ain't looking they, good. So they don't have Connor uh, Williams. They don't have their starting guard either. No Car- just- Connor Williams, right? And now you, you're going to have to try it out uh, Cater Kohu on Stefan Diggs, or are they going to put him in a slot? That's the question of the week, right? Or, so then if they do that, then you got Eli Apple with with Diggs. I think this is going to be a, a good a get-right game for – oh, and, and, and Daryl, uh, thank you for mentioning that. Waddle and Hill, uh, both with, Hill is dealing with an ankle. Waddle, I'm not sure what his injury is, but those guys are banged up, so – Man, you, you talk about the the recipe at the right time. And also the defense that they're not gonna want to play right now is the defense that the Bills trot out there. You're not you're not third and six, you're not getting that over the top ball that you want to get all the time. You like you're not that shit, that stuff's not happening. You're gonna have right. to go ahead and go ahead and take that underneath route. You're gonna get hit. Yeah, I know you don't want to get hit, you're hurting right now, you're struggling, you're not mm-hmm. getting those over the top ball. That's, that does not that's a no fly zone back there. So um, you're gonna have to be on time on target, trot up the field with injuries that you got, and it's gonna be tough for them. Um, if our offense can get going and and be the offense that it could be, I mean, it, it's gonna be a close game, which the Bills are always gonna be at the end of the games, or the Bills are gonna blow out the Dolphins. I don't see it any other way. You know what I think too? I think the reason it's like, why do the Bills have all these like close games, man? Is because. I still think the NFL views them as the top dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we know that the Chiefs are down, but everybody looks at the – I feel like teams look at the Bills and they go, they're still one of the best teams in the league, if not the Absolutely. best team in the AFC. And they get everybody's best shot every Absolutely. single week, bro. Every single Absolutely. week they get everybody's best shot. Absolutely. And, like, that's just great. That's just it's sharpening us up. As long as we win the games, like it don't, sure. it don't matter. You know what I mean? And now, now, like you're going into a game where, and yes, the, the Patriots made us struggle a little bit, but you're going into a game where the Dolphins are definitely giving us our, our we're getting our best shot. And yeah. this is this is for the two seed. Everybody knows for the two seed, come out and and see what happens. I would like to be. I would like to go into the game knowing that we have a playoff spot already. Just because I, I would like to not have that on my mind throughout the game, but mm-hmm. I mean, regardless, I just feel like the Bills are going to win. So let me tell you, let me tell you why I feel like this is going to be different this year. And I'm not saying the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, but I don't see a weakness on the defense. I feel like Micah Hyde is your weakest link. It's interesting, Mike. Interesting. Yeah, and it, and I, I it's wild to even say that, it's but on defense. Micah's your weakest link. I mean, T Dot. Think about it, huh? No, T Dot's been balling now. T Dot's been balling. Okay, but like Jordan's playing linebacker thirty three percent of the snaps, so like T Dot's not on the field for those thirty three where you have to cover. Micah is injured all the time. Okay, but like you can't grade him on when he's injured. You got to grade him on when he's out on the field. And Micah's been out on the field. Listen, he struggled one game against the Eagles. He struggled one game against the Eagles. He played well this last week. Well, I mean, consider the opponent. The 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 Patriots weren't doing. They they weren't gonna do nothing. Throwing the ball in the air, man. You can. I'm not saying Micah was dog dog water. I'm saying this is what I'm saying. If you look at the weakest link on the defense, it's definitely T. It's 
okay. It's it's got to either be between Tyrell Dotson or Micah Hyde. Tell me I'm wrong there. Well, like I'm I'm always no, right no, with Micah because well, I, well, I'm always right. right with Micah because Micah doesn't come out of the field. You're taking T dot out for 33% of the snaps because he can't he, they don't want him to cover. So you're putting our 190 pound strong safety at linebacker on third and fives and longer so he can cover, <laughs> which is <laughs> George's doing a lot. George Jordan Jordan's doing a lot back there. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, watching all 22, I look at Micah and I go, he's the weakest link on the defense, man. And, and that's a good thing. The, to me, that's a good thing just because just because you you have uh, the strength of the team is the secondary, for one. You, you laugh, but you know I'm right. No because, no, because you get to pick. Micah plays or T-Dot plays? Who you picking? Right now? T-Dot. No, do not. <laughs> oh, 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 that's a lie, and you know it. Look, 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 that, look. Is a, that is a lie. <laughs> That is a lie, and you know it. Everybody in this damn chat right now knows uh, that if you had to choose between Mike hey, and T-Dot, hey, I'd be on the field, you're picking Mike. Hey, hey, you know, sometimes I got to come in here and stir the pot a little bit. <laughs> you know, I got I to gotta get you. I got to get your blood boiling, man. I love T-Dot. T-Dot's a dog. T-Dot's been balling, man. We yeah, got to get that man some like, credit. He's you got to get a man some credit. percent of the time because Jordan Look, look Mama P says she, she's telling me to chill. <laughs> crazy uh, so the point of me saying all that is this we look at the offense and we know they're not firing in all cylinders but you have a defense now i think our defense now is better equipped i think this is the best defense the bills have fielded um in the sean mcdermott era just from from the trenches to the back end you have it, it gives the offense time to kind of get it together. I feel like this defense is going to perform. I think you got to look at the quarterbacks that are in the playoffs this year, right? It, it's going to give the, the offense time to get things together. The defense, I feel like, is going to carry this team uh, to the Super Bowl. It's an interesting take. Uh, think about it's an interesting it. Take. I like, are you talking about the end of the year? The I'm talking about now. From the defense that we've seen in the past few weeks, they're yeah, they're right. healthier. They've gotten better schematically. Yeah. Uh, I think Sean McDermott's been better situationally. I feel like this defense is is built to carry the the offense when it's not firing at all cylinders. I think it's going to bode well for them in the playoffs. I think it's up there. I, I do think it's up there with some at least top three. I think the defense that we had at the beginning of last year might have been the best defense that you were going to see from the Buffalo Bills when Vaughn was frying, when Milano was fully healthy, Tremaine Edmonds was still here. And and don't get me wrong, Terrell Bernard is – I'll take Terrell Bernard over Edmonds, but you had a fully right. healthy defense, and that defense against the Rams that I saw last year might have been the best but, defense I've but seen. But you didn't have – you didn't have – the Daquan Jones that you have now, nor the Ed Oliver you have now. So I think, you know, even though Vaughn is not where he needs to be, you add in Leonard Floyd and then you add in those two in the middle. I think it 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 makes this defense this defensive line unit much better. When yeah. you look at the linebackers, the run for sure, absolutely. So when you look at the the linebackers, okay, so we know Tremaine. I mean, I'm a fan of Tremaine Edmonds, but what Matt Milano had to carry in a lot of ways. Now Terrell Bernard has come in; and he's played extremely well. Um, and I think his play 
is starting to get recognized by not just uh, Bill's Mafia, but the media as well. So, and then you you know Sean has kind of dialed in Tyrell Dotson to get exactly what he needs out of him. If Milano right was healthy, I would say no, no question. If oh, Milano no. was healthy, I would say no question for sure. But I just the the fact that you you can't do as much as you would like to do um, because you no matter what on third and five and above you're taking T dot off the field to to run dime like. If if Milano was healthy, I'd say it would be the best defense that we've fielded uh, because Razul is as good as Trey's ever been right now, at least the way he's performing. Um, and don't get me wrong, Trey's all Trey, one of my favorite quarterbacks, but right sure. now the way Razul is playing is probably as good, if not better, than we've seen Trey be, be at for a while. So, so when if we, if we're looking at the playoffs here, um, it, there's not an offense that from the AFC side that you go, oh, no, I'm scared of that. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, the, they're – I mean, the Bengals probably won't make it. It should be the Ravens. And the Ravens you're concerned about, right? I just think that our defense was, is fully – like, we have two linebackers that run sideline to sideline fast as hell. So, like, I just don't think – I think that we're we, – the way we play is prepped for the Ravens offense. And so that way it should be the Ravens, but I, I'm not worried about the Ravens' offense when it comes to this build defense. Um, obviously, anything could happen, but I just I think we're pre- prepared for that game. Yeah, I think the matchup there, um, and people think we're crazy, but the Bills are they're built to play the Ravens pretty well, even without Mark Andrews. And I know this is a different offense that the Ravens are, are putting out there, uh, but what they, add, they don't. They, they had to take the top off speed, and that's just not what we give up. So, like that, exactly. that those additions exactly. don't mean anything in playing against us. Like you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to dink and dunk, get up the field, or run the ball consistently for 200 yards. And I just don't think that you're gonna do either one of those against our team with the with the, the roster you have. Now, having Matt Milano in the picture would shut all that down. Oh, now, it okay. sucks that he's not here, but uh, I mean, listen, I, again. I'm not worried about the the Browns offense um, with Joe Flacco, and he he's been playing great. I'm not worried about them. Um, the Chiefs, I, I, look, man, I, we're at a place now to where, and we saw this in the Kansas City game where you can put Rasul on Kelsey, just like just like they did Trey White would would line up on Kelsey from time to yeah. time. Um, now you could do that, and and so um, and if we can get an elevated play from Micah Hyde. You know, if he gets a little bit more healthy, dude, I'm just saying like, man, it, this is the this is the moment. I say all that to say this is the moment where you get into the playoffs, Buffalo, uh, you could be knocking on the door to AFC Championship and possibly the Super Bowl. So and, and interesting thing is, so you get the two seed, you're on the opposite side as the Ravens, mm-hmm. you're on the opposite side as the you're on the same side as the Chiefs, but you get to play them at home if they want. Right. And exactly. so the Chiefs end up playing the Dolphins. So no matter, I, I think three v six. Yes. I, I would assume. So mm-hmm. no matter what, you're getting you're getting either the Dolphins. That well, that's not exactly true. If the Dolphins won, which is very possible, then you would get the AFC South champion or the Browns at home. And so the road is nice. <laughs> the, road, the road is Ain't nice. At, at worst, at worst, you have to go into Baltimore where we're proving we can come back down twenty. Um, and I just. I just think that our defense is built to stop that team. So at worst, you get the Ravens on the road, which is nice. And like, 
I, I, our team is has the ability to 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 make some noise in this in the playoffs. I I don't want to say Super Bowl. Or, I mean, I believe that we can win a Super Bowl. It's or, the perfect. It's the perfect recipe. If the, I would much rather, and this may sound crazy, I would much rather the Bills play the Ravens in Baltimore than for the Bills to play the Ravens at home. I just feel like, man, they need that adversity, that that chip on their shoulder. Uh, in Baltimore where, you know, because, you know, the Bills won't be favored in that game, right? They're not going to be favored. They wouldn't be favored I, I, if it was at home or I think the I think they might be favored if it was in Buffalo. I think the spread on that will probably be like two, two three points. Yeah, no matter what, if whether it's in Baltimore, <laughs> if, if it's the AFC Championship game, whether it's in Baltimore at home, the spread will be two, three points. I just think that they they love to favor the the hot hand, like, they love the Ravens right now in national media, and I, I love and, it. And so it's great. But uh, I, I, I don't care whether we play. We're gonna have to play the Ravens on the road. They're the one seed, so whatever. But I also wouldn't mind playing whoever comes out of that side at home either. So I, I, I'm not really that like, I'm not really that taken regardless of what we have to do. Like we have the ability to win every game from here to the Super Bowl, and um. We've already shown that we can compete with two of the top three contenders in the NFC. So, um, so how how you feeling about this? Uh, Lamar Jackson's pretty much sewn up the MVP race. It, it's over. I mean the 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 performance from last Sunday, man. You ha- even though Josh has better numbers, I, Lamar's winning the MVP. Well, Josh about to break a, the record for rushing touchdowns in next game which was just set by Jalen. So he's about to break that record. That's going to get shown on national television. Um, we also could win that game by 40, which then cancels out everything that Lamar just did last week. Lamar is not going to be if playing. Josh throws for at least three touchdowns. And gets he, don't got throw. He, can, he, can run, he can run for two or three of them. He don't have to throw for them. You got to win the game and be dominant, and that's going to include Josh playing well with touchdowns. So I, I do think that with Lamar sitting this week, if Josh comes out and has a great performance against this Dolphins defense, I think Josh can steal that right back from him because nobody has really ran away from it in terms of in ter- – it's a moment, right, the moments. And Josh, if he has the last moment, you never know what happened. I really don't think they want to give Lamar his second one because that would tie Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar hasn't done oh, anything so in the you're, you're You're going the, uh, the conspiracy route, huh? Absolutely. What? We just watched Dallas get hand gifted a game last week. You were telling me this is not right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Yo, hey who tell- has the script? What? Who what? has the script? I have it, but Bill's top second seed. I've been told y'all this since six and six. Bill's second seed. I said this. So we're, they're going to lose two of their last three. Okay. The okay. okay. For the East. I have the script, but I'm saying. Okay, ne- Negro Domus over here. Uh, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Tell, tell me what that script says, because uh, I'm over here speculating. Like, you know, chopping, all, like all okay, it says is Bills. wins and, and losses. So, like, Bills win this game, but I just don't know what Josh's stat lines would look like to where I can see if he wins MVP or not. I don't have that. Okay, so so we're 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 pretty much you know to the last part of the show. I think it's time we do our predictions. Then oh, we do our predictions uh, <laughs> for this Dolphins game. Okay. Um, Ooh, I gotta think about it. I got I gotta think about a a, a a proper Josh Allen stat line, okay? Uh, and I want you to do the same. Uh, and for those of you who are listening and watching the show right here uh, on the Buffalo Rumble vidcast feed, put your put your uh, 
Put your predictions in there. Put your predictions in there. Yes, Daniel Nostradamus. I like to call him Negro Damus too. Okay. Um, I'll go with this. I'll say Josh Allen goes 26 of 34, 315 yards, three touchdowns, one on the ground. Okay. So he's dealing. What's the final score? I think the Bills win uh, 38 to 20. Okay. Um, I'm going to go. This is a stretch, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forty-five to seventeen, and Ooh. Uh, okay, okay. And I'm only gonna say that because I just, I just feel like there's a lot of uh, injuries on that Dolphins team. But I, I think uh-huh. Josh is gonna have. Uh, I think Josh is gonna have two, two throwing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Um, 250 yards passing, 18 of 25, and James Cook has about 20 rushes for 100. And oh, okay, so yards. so so Bills are going uh run heavy approach with James Cook. Now we talk is that James Cook 20 carries, running rushing carries, or is that 20 touches total? 20 touches and 150 okay. combined okay. yards, or 100 so, yeah, 150 combined yards. So it's fair to say we can give him uh, 16 carries and about four receptions. Yeah. So wherever, whatever matches that, like, I mean, he could probably have he could probably have five, six receptions if if uh, he gets targeted quite a bit. Um, I think I think that's when they've been most successful. Is when Cooks has been targeted a lot out of the backfield, right? So yeah, um, I I think there's merit to that because the Bills have kind of gone away from Cook in the in the past game uh, last few games. And I, I think it's time that they put kind of initiate him back and getting him uh, more touches because you're going to need him going forward big time. And I, I expect Diggs to have a solid game as well. Yeah, man, man, that that's one where you can't keep a great player like that down. Like he's gonna pop. He's gonna pop. Sure. And and if he, I would much rather happen in the playoffs and he kind of go on a hot streak. Uh, but they, you know, it just, it just, you know, I feel like they know what's up. They know what's at stake. I, I feel like Diggs, and and you gotta look at okay, who's gonna be shadowing him? Is it you? You would hope to see that they put Jalen Ramsey on for the Dolphins' sake. But man, if you roll out there with Cater Kohu or Eli Apple, buddy, you're Gabe Davis is gonna cook. He, <laughs> Gabe Davis will cook. None, uh, none, of, none of those three are gonna guard be able to guard Diggs. So I don't care who follows. Not even Jalen has gotten cooked by Diggs every time they play. So I don't care who follows him; they're going to need help over the top, and the rest of the field should be open. If they don't help over the top of Diggs, it's really just on Josh to not miss the throws. And we've seen Josh miss a couple of those deep balls to Diggs when Diggs has been open. So, um, and I think that's probably the root of the frustration is like you kind of setting Diggs up for these balls, uh, pause game in and game out. And we're missing it, and, and that's on that's on Josh. And so if Josh right. does not miss those balls, um, we, we I mean it, it could get ugly quick for the Dolphins. It also could be a close late game. That's why there's two different scores in my head. One was like 31 to 24, 27, and one was 48 to 17. But I'm going to take the high scoring game because I just think that we I think that we uh, 
dominate the the Dolphins. Yeah, it's time the Bills. The Bills are gonna man. I just I just feel really good about this contest. I feel like the Bills are gonna come out and they're just going to run roughshod over the Miami Dolphins, dude. I just feel like that's just what's supposed to happen. They're gonna come out playoff style and they're going to destroy these guys. That's yeah. what's gonna happen, man. I wouldn't argue a Dolphins fan if they said it was going to be close. I just, sure. I fully believe that this, like, I just, for like, Josh loves playing against the Dolphins. It's for her, the big, the big dog. I, Josh hasn't had one of them crazy games in a couple of games, a few games. Right. It's, just, it's about time, you know what I mean? And, and it just, it would, what better time than right now? So um, I can see Josh, I can see Josh turning it up crazy. I can see, Joe dialing up some crazy calls and some nice calls, and and this game could got to get out of hand quick if if the Dolphins don't put some band aids on them early, and and our defense is going to hold tough early. I think make them drive the length of the field. If you're going to dink and dunk all the way down, then we got to keep them out of the end zone. Field goal, field goal, field goal, like that. That'd be a win in my book. Yeah, uh, and 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 something to note that when the Bills played the Dolphins uh, week four, um, the the how they were able to take away to his first read and keep him off rhythm was masterful. And, and I guarantee you, you know, I think this bill's defense is, is without Milano, obviously, but I feel like the defense is better in the secondary. I think they're going to have a hard time. He's going to have a hard time because they're going to take away that first read and Tua's is going to have to make plays. Like you said, he's going to have to, they're going to want him to go down the field with eight, nine play drives. And can he do that consistently without making a mistake? I think, you know, that's the book on Tua. So I feel like the Bills are going to be able to execute that defensive plan and uh, and get it done. And, and like, to, to to hop on top of that, if you if the, the Dolphins consistently let us get into dime, uh-huh. your timing is out the window with those. Yeah. Because our dime has the ability to take away the early routes and still stay over mm-hmm. the top. So, so and, and then that lets our four pass rushers cook. And that's where I see, like, the struggle, like – the Dolphins have didn't run it well on first down against us last game. And I just don't see them running it well on first down against us again this game. And the one good run that they had, that was the majority of their rushing yards was like a 40 yard run. All right, we reset, we go again. And if, yeah. if you're not, if you're not going to get those two, three first down chunk runs, you're not going to get to third and six where you could eventually end up throwing over the top, which is what you like, right? Getting to third and five, we try to take away the stakes. You get that Hail Mary over the top that you like to throw. And that's just – I just don't see our defense giving those up, so. Yeah, uh, and I don't know if Raheem Mostert is going to be playing. Uh, we're we're going to have to kind of monitor and watch the injury report for him. But uh, Devon A-Chain, A-Chan, uh, he will be suited up. And I think he had a, a 100 yards rushing uh, this past week, but it really didn't matter. And the, and the Dolphins ran the ball pretty well against the Bills in week four. It just didn't matter. The game was already out of hand. Um, and the majority of it came on like a ch- chunk plays, right? A like, chunk play. It wasn't yep. like a – yeah. And that's the problem with this Dolphins offense. They they live and die on chunk plays. And when you take those away, they 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 can't – they have a hard time, you know, going up the field consistently and putting points on the board. So uh, two offense linemen are injured for them. Um, I, I just think that, you know, it's, it's a bad recipe for the Dolphins, even though they're playing at home, which is going to be a Bills home field advantage, if you ask me. Um, I just think the Bills are going to come out victorious in this game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be close. Um, and, and they're going to capture the number two seed. How, 
How crazy is that? You know, where we were standing maybe five, six weeks ago when the bills the wrong person. I mean, for <laughs> maybe not you, because you got the script, but for all the rest of Bills Mafia, myself included, you know, hey, you you were tied down with I the was script. Tied down. Uh, yeah, okay. If, if we ended up falling, I was falling with that mug. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here but we go. I, I'm calling. Hey, if, if there's uh, if there's bets out there for Jordan getting two picks, he's, those are coming this week. So, so oh, oh, so we going we going hard on the on the Jordan yeah, with two. Jordan's picks. getting two, and and Micah getting one, and they're they're ending. Oh, this year the same way they started their first year with each getting a pick. That's calling okay, right now, so right so now. two for Jordan. One, why can't Micah get two? Because there's only three total in the game, and so two for Jordan, <laughs> one, one for Micah. Ah, uh, okay. So we put uh, we we betting on that or what? What's going on there? I mean, I'm saying if that's a if there's a parlay out there for two for for Jordan, go ahead and put that down. I'm gonna look at DraftKings and see. Two is gonna try to throw that little post route to bottle that's picked. He's gonna try to throw a late little crossing route to the tight end picked. Those are the two picks that are gonna happen. Is uh what what have you uh how's Jordan feeling going into this week, man? What was his mindset? Jordan is the same. Every week, win or lose, he is he is all right. Another week, let's go. He's ready. It's, it's he doesn't get up too high, he doesn't get too low. He kind of stays even, which is not like what it used to be. Like he used to dwell on the the lows a little bit more. That's just his what his personality was. And this week, this year, he's never too high, never too low. Yeah. Well, I mean, I appreciate it. Um, well, we're gonna get up out of here, man. It's 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 been real. Uh, you know, bills. Going to Miami? Are you are you going to the game? No, nah, I'm watching dogs. Okay, you're watching the dogs. All right, so uh, so then why don't you plan on uh, joining me on the post game show? I'm done. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. be doing that. We'll be right here right after uh, the Dolphins game. It'll be late, but we're we'll we'll definitely be here to pop some champagne, uh, to do whatever to celebrate the Bills getting the the number two seed, Absolutely. and uh, you know. Let's not even worry about the Miami Dolphins fans on Twitter. Let's just let them cry and talk all the time. We're gonna let the Bills show up and just and just dog walk them boys because that's what that's what we do. Uh but anyway, man, you, you're listening to the chop up here, right here with Sterles and my boy all bro Poe. Uh we're gonna holler at y'all this weekend. You guys stay safe, peace and love. Go Bills, baby. Yeah, I need it up front. Can't tell me because I do what I want. Self-made every day, you know we gon' stun. You know that we eat and it's looking like lunch. So I tell them that I need it up front. Can't tell me, cause I do what I want. Self-made every day, you know we gon' stun. You know that we eat and it's looking like lunch. So I tell them that I need it. Everything around my whole team, though. You ain't getting money, you niggas ain't never seen, though. Tell me where the cash at, I tell you where the stash at. I've been getting to it so long, been having flashbacks. I double that, triple that, spend it all, make it back. I need